You're listening to the Earn That Body podcast, episode number 57. Welcome to the Earn That Body show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hey everyone, this is Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body podcast, here to bring you health, fitness, and nutrition information. Today, I want to get right in, as I always do, with the topic of body expectations. Now, what am I talking about? Well, I just wrote a whole blog on this because I really think that we are missing the boat here. I think that life is passing us by and we are focusing on the wrong things. Now, that being said, you should understand I am a weight loss coach. That is primarily what I do. I help people lose weight in the healthiest way possible. I help people get in the best shape of their life. And that is still my job and that is still my goal because that is so important. However, what I'm seeing, not only from my clients, but friends, family, people on Facebook, Instagram, is there is a huge overthinking, overstressing, over everything about numbers right now and about our bodies. And there is this incredible body expectation that we are putting on ourselves. And I just feel like this enormous body expectation is messing up our life. So that's the topic and I want to get right into it because I really do think this is important. I want to tell you some things. If you think you're the person who is suffering almost from this new syndrome that I'm calling it, um, let's find out. I have some symptoms. Let's see if they reflect on you and if it's something that you think about a lot and also some ways that we can maybe change this so that this is not the focus in our life. Now, I have to tell you that as I get older, I have learned to love my body a whole lot more than when I was younger. So I try to accept the parts about my body that maybe are not perfect, and that's fine, but I used to hate these parts of my body, so I'm no different than anybody else. I appreciate that you probably look at my pictures and think, oh, her body's perfect. My body is not perfect. There is no body that is perfect, all right? So when I was growing up, I always thought, well, my booty's too big and, you know, my jeans never fit me because I have a tiny waist and I always thought, well, my butt's so big and my thighs are so big that the jeans I would have to get to fit my thighs and my booty were then huge in my waist. So I literally struggled to ever find any jeans that fit me. And that made me feel fat. I hate to use that word. You'll hear me say that all the time. It made me feel chubby. It made me feel overweight. I didn't have jeans that fit me. That was definitely no fun. And so I continued to grow up through life, you know, kind of thinking, well, I have a big butt. (laughs) Now for everybody, it's something else, right? It's their stomach. It's what they would call back fat. I've heard everything, you know, you name it. I've heard it. We all sort of have an area of our body that we don't like, some more parts of our body than others. But as I get older, I'm just appreciating how much my body does for me. Now, I coach hundreds of clients to help them lose weight or get in the best shape of their life. And again, as I said, what I'm realizing is that so many people have these un- or I should say irrational body expectations. And instead of focusing on their healthy body 
and getting fit and getting healthy, they are getting a little too obsessed. And this is not just my clients. This is friends too. They are getting too sort of obsessed about what we look like. And it's all about the number on the scale, what we look like, and how we compare to others. Now, this is definitely largely due to the fact that social media is in our face all day long, every day, right? So we see pictures of stars or we see our friends. How about this one? How many friends have you seen posting either a picture of themselves or telling you how they just lost 20 pounds in one week because they did some silly fad diet? But you look at that and you're like, oh my God, like I wanna lose 20 pounds in a week. What they don't ever show you is A, the stars don't show you their bad angles, right? They only have that perfect picture taken and that's the one they're posting. And your friends don't post when they put 30 pounds back on because the fad diets do not work and you'll put more weight on in the end. So how come they never post, oh, I just put 30 pounds back on, I guess that fad diet didn't work. Now, they just keep writing about what they did do. They write about the positive, which hey, I'm all about being positive, but what happens is, we're starting to set these things up for expectations. My body should lose weight in, in one week, 20 pounds, right? And, and that's just setting yourself up for failure. So let's face it, we are becoming saturated with information about one's body, whether it is realistic or even healthy. So I think instead of having body dysmorphia, some people have something called body dysmorphia. This is a true disorder. It is a mental disorder characterized by an obsessive preoccupation that some aspect of their body is severely flawed and warrants exceptional measures to hide it or fix it. So some people do have that, but what I think more people have is this new phrase that I'm calling it, irrational body expectation issues. I think so many of us, and I had it too at one point, but I think I'm getting better. Um, I think that is happening to people way more. So how do you know if you have this issue that I'm completely made up? But just so you know, almost all syndromes are made up, right? They have a name. Someone gives it a name one day. So long, long ago, we didn't have a name for all these different syndromes that there are. Someone decided to give it a name. So I'm giving this one a name. Let's see if you have any of these symptoms. Number one, do you compare your body to friends, family members, or even stars like in the magazines and TV or movies? Do you do that? So many of us do that. Um, I would say right now, it's silly if you're comparing yourself to any star out there, but we'll get into that later. Uh, comparing to your friends, comparing to your family members, do you do that? That's number one. Two, do you expect perfection? Do you think if your arms, your stomach, or your booty are not perfect, then they're awful or you are fat? Now, again, I hate to say that word, but this is how people think. They think, ugh. Look at that fat in my arm because I can see this wrinkle crease where you know where my armpit is. This whole wrinkle crease is a, a new thing to me that someone brought up. And now I look, you know, where my arm and my armpit are and I see that wrinkle too, but that's not fat. That's enough skin so that you can actually raise your hand over your head. Okay, that's a side note. So do you, are you that person who expects perfection? Number three, 
Do you see the number on a scale? If you are someone who weighs in, do you see a number as good or bad? And we'll get back to these. Number four, do you think the scale should stay at one number all the time and that number that you have somehow miraculously chosen because everybody has some number that they think they should be at, is that number what you consider ideal? And if you don't see that number, do you get depressed and think you're fat? Number five, do you think all types of clothes and styles of clothes should look good on your body? And if they don't, you're fat. <laughs> Are you starting to get the vibe here? Number six, this is my last, my last syndrome uh, symptom here. Do you think that cellulite is only on people who are overweight? Okay, so if any of those resonated with you, then you might be suffering from irrational body expectations, okay? Doesn't mean you're good, doesn't mean you're bad. Don't label it. I'm just saying, if these are the kind of thoughts that you have, then maybe we can make some changes into how you think about things. So how can you reset your body expectations? Because let's face it, life is too short to have irrational expectations that depress us. And I, I know so many people are depressed about their body, about how much they weigh, about what size they fit into, about their bikini that they can't wear, and it becomes depressing. Life is too short to be depressed about all of this. I want you to be healthy. I want you to go to the doctor and come back with great blood results or have the doctor say you're super fit, everything looks great. But the rest of it is a little bit of vanity and over expectation. So here are some things that we can do. One, stop comparing your body to anybody's body. There is no body out there that is the same. Every single person has a different body and that is okay. Don't look at this person and be like, they got a great booty. I wish I had that booty. That girl has great arms. I wish I had those arms. No, stop comparing yourself. And whatever you do, do not compare yourself to anybody in a magazine because they airbrush the heck out of that and they only take shots at a certain angle and they took 6,000 pictures before they picked that one picture that they're gonna show you in the magazine. Okay, because all the other pictures didn't look good. Just like half the pictures that we take of ourselves don't look good, right? The ones you see in the magazines are only the perfect shot by the perfect photographer with the perfect lighting and the perfect airbrushing. So that is a given. But don't even compare yourself to someone in your family because genetics, even though you're your sister, your mother, whatever, genetics are one thing, but you still have a different body. So I have a very different body type than my sister. We're sisters, we came from the same parents, but we have a completely different body type. So comparing, there's no point. It's every body is different, so accept that. I have this quote that I have recently come, uh, come to read, and to me, I'm gonna put this quote you know, in my office because let's face it, I'm gonna be completely honest, I'm not saying I don't compare myself to others. It's a problem that we all have, we compare, but I'm trying to do it less. And this quote to me says it all. Comparison is the death of joy. Mark Twain said that. Comparison is the death of joy. Gosh, isn't that true? And who does not want more joy in their life? Like, I want joy in my life. As I get older, I don't want drama. I want joy. So I guess I have to stop comparing to others. Number two, 
Stop expecting perfection. Perfection does not exist. So let's get that straight right here. There is no perfect body. So if you look at pictures of me and you love my body, thank you so much. Just so you know, the type of pictures that I post, like the ones that are my professional pictures that you've seen me take and my bathing suits and whatnot, I am just like everyone else. I only show you my best angle, okay? You didn't get to see the shots that I didn't love. Those are my best angle. I do not have a perfect body. I am flat as a board. Some people have said very mean things to me in my life, like you have the body of a 10-year-old boy. That is the body that I have. I'm flat as a board. I have um, a six pack. So that's what most people like. I have a six pack. Great. I have cellulite. I'm not perfect. Trust me, not perfect because perfect does not exist. And as soon as you start to accept that, you start to relax and you start to take some of the weight off your shoulders by trying to look so perfect. So imperfect is more perfect than perfect, if that makes any sense to you. So show yourself some kindness, and here's a good one for you. Do you ever look at, if you're a mom or a dad, do you ever look at your child and go, gosh, I wish my child's abs were tighter? No. Do you ever look at your son and go, God, I wish his arms were more ripped, or I wish he had more bicep muscle? No. You look at your child and think, gosh, they are so perfect. That body on my child is perfect. My child is perfect. But yet when we talk to ourselves, we're so unkind. Why is that? So I want you to think about that. I want you to talk to yourself as you would your child. Because it's not about being perfect. It's about being healthy and feeling good. So that's that one. Number three, stop defining yourself and your day and your mood by a number on the scale. Now that being said, yes, my clients do weigh in. They weigh in once to twice a week. I have them weigh in on Monday and Friday. Why do I do that? That's a whole other topic. But the number that they see is information for me because I'm trying to help them lose weight. That's all it is. A number does not define you. You are not a good person if you had a good weigh-in, meaning you lost weight that week. That doesn't make you a good person. You are not a bad person if that number goes up that week. Didn't, doesn't mean you're bad, doesn't mean you did something bad. It's simply a number and it gives us information. When you can disconnect your emotions from the number on the scale, you're gonna be happier. Trust me, it's not about the number on the scale, it's how you feel and are you healthy. So do not look at a number and let it decide if that means you're gonna have a happy day. Meaning you get on the scale, you love what you see, and therefore you're going to have a great day. Because the days you get on the scale and you don't love what you see, all of a sudden you're miserable. And there's so many reasons that your weight could go up and you could be perfectly on track and perfectly healthy. And it was just some sodium in your Mexican food last night. So do not define yourself by the number. Number four, and this will help you, kind of goes in line with the, the last one. Give yourself a goal range for your weight. So what I'm trying to do with my clients now is I'm getting away from what is your goal weight number? Because then they, they come up with this number. I always think it's interesting how they come up with this number. And they say, that is my goal number. I want to be 128 pounds. I have people who tell me, I want to be 128.6 pounds. I kid you not. They say 0.6. Like people have a number and that is the number that they want to get back to. It could be a high school number. It could be a pre-baby weight number. It could be God only knows, you know, the day you got married number. 
that number that you are creating as your new goal may or may not, not even be a healthy number for you anymore. So first you have to figure out where, where are you getting this number from? But give yourself a goal range instead of a goal number because your weight is gonna go up and down every single day of your life. So we have all kinds of things that affect our weight. And if you are the person who is weighing in every single day and making yourself crazy, at least you should know that it is normal for the scale to go up one day, down one day, up one day, down one day. What you wanna do is you wanna take a weekly average of your weight loss, not the daily, because there's so many things, like I said, affecting your weight, all kinds of different stressors in your body, sodium, hormones. So if you give yourself a goal range, then you're saying, okay, if my goal number, say, is 135, why don't you give yourself a goal range of, I'm gonna stay between 133 and 137 pounds. Give yourself sort of a four to five pound range, or if you wanna make it three to four pounds, but give yourself a range to be in instead of that one number. Because when we get hooked on this one number, it's a little too easy to be unhappy or have that ridiculous expectation that you are gonna stay at one number all the time. So giving yourself a goal range is definitely gonna take a little pressure off you as well. Number five, guess what everyone? Not all clothes are right for all body types. So sometimes there is a style or a fashion that is simply not going to match your body. And that is okay. It does not mean you're overweight. It does not mean you're fat, you're pudgy, you're chubby. It just means that that particular fashion does not flatter your body. I can tell you there are many fashions that do not work for me. So short shorts and I, we do not work that well together. We are not best friends, short shorts and I. I am not comfortable in them. I feel like my thighs are just a little too fat. They don't a little too fat. See, I even said it about myself. They are a little too big for a short short, meaning it's kind of just like tight there. And I don't like the way that feels. And I don't, I want to feel good in my clothes. So if short shorts don't work on your thighs, like they don't work on my thighs, then who cares? That's so it's one fashion that doesn't look right on you. So I just don't wear short shorts and I don't care. First of all, short shorts have gotten so short and so low <laughs> that I'm going to be really honest. If I try on a pair of short shorts and that top waistline is lower than my C-section line, then I know it is too short short in every way for me as a mom, okay? Okay, strapless things. I can't even wear strapless because as I said, I have a very flat chest and it doesn't look good on me. It's not flattering on me. So that's the thing. Certain fashions are not gonna be flattering on your body type, right? So what? It doesn't mean you're fat. It doesn't mean you're overweight. It just means that that fashion doesn't look good on you. Not every fashion is meant to look good on every person. End of story. Stop the negative self-talk and just move on. And I, it's funny that I had just said like, oh, but my, my fat thighs, like I literally just said it, right? So you can see that I have that talk too. And I know that I'm fit and I know that I'm healthy, but we still have that talk that comes out because we said it I, for, you know, for how many years did I tell myself that my legs were big, that these words still come out of my mouth. So I think that's perfect that I just said that in the podcast. I could have cut it out. I think it's perfect because I'm not perfect. I'm still working on me too. Okay, number six, the last one, and don't get me started on this one. <laughs> cellulite, it is genetic. Please do not say, I have cellulite and therefore I am fat. 
No, that is not true. Because guess what, everyone? I have cellulite and I am not fat. I am very fit. Now, I will say cellulite looks better if you are not carrying extra weight. So the heavier that you are, yes, the cellulite does not look as appealing. When you can drop that excess weight, cellulite definitely tends to get less and looks a little better. But even at the skinniest phases of your life, if you genetically have cellulite, you will still have cellulite even at your skinniest. So stop judging yourself. Stop judging your cellulite. Embrace it. It's genetics. It's just who you are. And it's it's nothing you need to worry about in life. There's just way too much other things that we can worry about besides cellulite on our body. And I am not interested in anybody emailing me right now about a cellulite cream or a special roller that gets rid of cellulite. Because I, if any of those things worked, nobody would have cellulite today, okay? Am I right? I just wanna be honest. There's nothing that's gonna get rid of cellulite. The only thing that makes cellulite better is a little bit of a tan. <laughs> a tanned booty does look a little bit better. So now that you see how we have set ourselves up to fail with these body expectations that so many of us have, including myself, what are you going to do about it? It takes a long time to change our thoughts. So start changing by changing the words in your head about your weight, about your body, about yourself. We just need a little more positive self-talk to make positive changes in our life. So I want you to speak to yourself as you would speak to your child. As I was just saying, we would never judge our children's body. We think they look amazing because they do, because you look amazing too, but you're just so hard on yourself. I really wanna promote self-love, positive self-talk, and health more than anything. So it is my goal to help each and every person who struggles with their weight. I want to help people lose weight, but I want to do it in a healthy way, meaning you're not gonna lose 20 pounds in a week on any of my programs because that's not done in a healthy way. I teach people how to lose weight in a healthy way. One to two pounds a week would be a max. This is a sustainable way to live your life, but more than anything, I wanna show my clients that Feeling good by being healthy is always going to be more important than that number on the scale. Feeling good is what has enabled me to maintain my weight and my body all these years. I have pretty much maintained the body that I have for the last, I would say, 12 years. My weight goes up and down two pounds max, under or over. So you, I give myself that range, that, that weight range, and I'm always within, within that weight range because I value what I feel like more than anything. And so if I start to eat bad, that makes my body feel bad. I don't like it. I get right back on track immediately. So that's everything about setting proper body expectations. And I honestly think it's kind of a relief to think this way and start making some of these positive self-talk changes and positive body expectations, like set them properly and also for your children. If you are a parent, you need to watch what you say about your own body. You need to watch the way you're talking because they're picking up on it. And if mommy starts a diet every Monday, they're gonna start a diet every Monday. That's really important. And if you love your body and you're confident in your body and the expectations you have, 
I think they're going to see that. It's going to rub off on them and they're going to have that confidence too. So don't make it all about a number on a scale. Don't tell your girls. I mean, it's with the girls more than anything that you're trying to hit this number on a scale because they want to be like you and then they are going to be like you and they're going to be shooting for a number on the scale instead of shooting for healthy. (sighs) There. There, I said it. That's everything that I have to say about body expectations. If you are struggling, and and it's normal to struggle with your weight, always check out some of the programs I have. I do everything online, so I work with people all over the world. Go to earnthatbody.com. Check out some of the programs that I have. Uh, Follow me on Facebook, Earn That Body. Follow me on Instagram. I tend to post there even more because it just seems that Instagram lately is... uh, It's just a a better place for me to reach people. Facebook is, they work with certain algorithms and you can miss all of my feed, you know, all of my comments, all my everything in your feed because of the way they set it up. So follow Earn That Body on Instagram just because if you check these daily, it's just a little bit of positive reinforcement that I try to bring you each and every day. And sometimes it's that one positive thing that I could say that pushes you to do that workout or it gives you that positive self-talk. And it's a nice way to start your day. So do follow me on social media. And thank you for following me on the Earn That Body podcast. Always appreciated if you share it with others. Give me a review on iTunes. But most importantly, set your body expectations straight. Have a fantastic week, and I hope you make it a healthy one and that you simply love your body. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.